Good morning, everybody, and we are so happy to have you here on Game Changers Devotional. Uh, as I say most every week, we don't think anybody shows up on this call by accident, and uh, we are certainly uh, glad to have you here. Uh, if you get the reminder text that we send out, feel free to, to send that out or forward the, that text to anybody that uh, you would like to invite to the call. If not, just give them our call-in number. It's very simple. They call in, and as you know, you don't have to punch any codes in or anything like that. Uh, so uh, we, uh, you know, we have grown since we first started, and uh, we continue to grow because people are being invited on this call. Uh, this morning, I'll be leading the devotional, and uh, um, this is something that's just kind of been on my heart, and, uh, and I you know, want to take us through it. And uh, I wanted to start out by telling a story that <clears throat> I was told. Uh, it, it probably is one of those uh, ministerial stories that, that uh, may not be true, but it does have some truth in it. And there was one time an equipment salesman that sold a farmer a chainsaw, and he told that, that farmer, he says, I guarantee you um, that this saw will cut down 50 trees a day. And the farmer was impressed with that, and he bought it. And a week later, that farmer stormed back into the store, threw the door open, and threw the saw up on the countertop, and he said he wanted his money back. And he told the, the salesman, they said, there's something wrong with the saw. There's no way it will cut uh, 50 trees down a day. Uh, I can hardly get three trees cut down a day. And so the salesman grabbed the chainsaw, pulled the pull cord on it, and the saw fired up. And when that happened, the farmer jumped back with his eyes wide open and said, hey, what's that noise? And see, a lot of times we as Christians are a lot like that. Um, you know, God's power is available to us. Uh, but we simply don't know how to access it, or maybe you don't know how to access it. But we're going to kind of talk about that a little bit today. So I remember when I was a kid, my dad was hired to build a storage area for one of his friend's tire stores. And as my dad started the job, uh, his friend's dad showed up on site and began to shadow my dad. And every time my dad would give directions to some of the workers, the elderly gentleman would offer his opinion on how it should be done. And after a while, I think it's about an hour into the job, I remember my dad turning uh, to this elderly gentleman and, and taking off his tool belt uh, because he just had enough of it. And he said, here, you can run the job. Uh, that elderly man started to stutter. He turned red with embarrassment, and he uttered the words, uh, you know, I don't think I can. And so, he, you know, he had a lot of advice until it came down to the nitty-gritty. And today I'm seeing that happen with a lot of Christians. You know, there's some folks that I know that are older than me. Uh, they have spent years, you know, telling me to live by faith. But now whether it be politics or whether it be um, health issues that they're going through, uh, some of them are going through broken marriages, uh, the things that they told me about having faith, you know, I just don't see that as much. You know, and as, as Christians, you know, what are we supposed to do in times of uncertainty? Should you, you know, we just give up the first sign of a challenge? You know, should we get on social media and spew things out that we know that will be divisive of people? I'm seeing that so much right now uh, with people that just uh, are out and they're not doing what I think God has called us to do. And they don't have faith in that, that God is in control. And we're all going to be challenged by different things in life, uh, different situations, and there will be different outcomes. 
But I think we have to remember 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, where it says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. Now, if you look at that verse, it's very simple. It's not very long, but it gives a lot of information there. It says, Rejoice always. It doesn't say just rejoice when everything's going well. Uh, you know, it says rejoice always, and that means when things might not be going the way you want them to go. Pray continually. You know, God wants us. That's how we communicate with God is through prayer, and God wants us to continually, communi- to continually communicate with him. And we should give thanks in all circumstances, not just when the good things are going on, but even when the bad things are going on. Um, I think that there's four things that we as Christians have to remember if we're in the middle of chaos or crisis. Number one, we are not alone. If you know, no Christians alone. Uh, you know, when we're in times of trouble, uh, Romans eight thirty-eight through thirty-nine says, "For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God." And so, if you're feeling anxious, you know, you go back and you look at that scripture. There's not much that's left out uh, there, um, you know, when it comes down to it. You know, you can't be, just because you're going through a crisis doesn't mean that God's not there. Um, so yeah, the other thing I can tell you is, you know, when we say we're not alone, if you've got friends uh, that are Christians and, and friends that are not Christians, a lot of times you find them walking along and locking arms with you. And, you know, you need to remember that, that your brothers and sisters and, and friends that you have, you know, they want to be there, but sometimes we don't turn to them, you know, like we, we should. You know, the second thing is God is sovereign. As Christians, we can be thankful that we're children of sovereign God. Uh, even when our life seems to be spinning out of control, we can trust that God is in full command and that he uses times of troubles to make us mature and, and complete. Uh, I've told this story before on the, on the call, I believe, um, and I've shared a good bit a lot of times when I'm teaching, but my uncle um, worked for a company, and, and it was set up to where that uh, he was supposed to go in and buy this company he had ran for about 15 years. And when it came down to it, when the uh, owner of the company passed away, his kids came in, and everything had been planned was turned upside down. So my uncle left and started his own company, and that company sued uh, my uncle uh, and tied him up in court for two years after he left. And the loan that he had gotten for business just basically withered away from him having to pay for an attorney. And uh, he tells a story that he was sitting in church on a Sunday morning, and he had $20 left in his pocket. And he was thinking, you know, how am I going to be able to provide you know, lunch for my family, you know, what am I going to do with $20? And there was a pastor that was speaking on faith and, and challenged him, um, you know, uh, the week before and, and the, you know, about, you know, have faith in God that, he, you know, he will, you know, carry you through whatever you're going through. And he said as the offering plate came around, he could just feel the Holy Spirit telling him he needed to put that $20 in the offering plate. And he said he argued that, you know, this is my last $20, and he said he finally gave in, he put that $20 in the, in the offering plate. And the next day, he received 
uh, a call and um, received a contract uh, on some uh, commercial properties that would just turn everything around for him, totally turn it around from having nothing in his pocket to, you know, being, you know, a successful company. It turned everything around, and to this day, he has strived. And I go back and think, you know, what if he had not been faithful and given that $20, you know, would he have been blessed? But even that bad time, he was faithful. James uh, writes in James 1, 2, and uh, 1, verses 2 and 3, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And steadfastness just means you have a firm belief. Um, you know, many times we don't learn from, you know, when things are going right. Uh, we learn when we make mistakes. Uh, we learn in those tough situations uh, of, you know, what not to do. And, uh, and so we have to remember, things aren't always going to be good. God's going to let us go through some things so we can mature. Uh, and I firmly believe that sometimes we go through some trials and some battles so we can share with other people and we can, you know, empathize with them when they're going through a situation. And it's one of those things where we're not just going up and say, hey, I know how you feel. You know, you can go up and say, I know how you feel because I've been through that situation. The third thing is, you know, we have hope. You know, a lot of times you think about hope, you think that, you know, you're looking at some outcome in the future and you're hoping it comes out, you know, the way that you want it to do. And, you know, maybe it's a ruptured marriage or maybe, you know, it's the void financial ruin. But despite your desire of that outcome, we have no assurance we will get the outcome we prefer. I've interviewed for physicians before. I thought that, you know, I should probably have a chance to get and I didn't get those. Uh, but I look back and I see how that I grew from that and how that, that, you know, even though that I didn't get that position, there was hope there for me, and that hope is through Jesus Christ. It says in Romans 8:28, and we know that all things, uh, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. The fourth thing I think we need to remember is we have to thank God. We you know we have a God that has done tremendous things in our lives. We just have to look around sometimes to see that and realize that God has been guiding us. Um, and when you look at it, we remember that we have a God in control. Uh, we got to remember that, you know, when those bad times, we can't just, you know, turn and turn our back on God. Uh, and I think about Job. You know, Job lost everything he had. He lost all his possessions. He lost his family. And then I did a devotional, you know, we talked about he was, um, had sores on his body. And it was so bad that he was taking a piece of broken pottery and he was scraping those sores to try to get relief. But yet in the middle of all that, you know, he refused to forsake his belief in God. And never once did he curse God, and you know, for what he was going through. Uh, he was still able to be thankful uh, to the God that he had. You know, I don't know where you are today if the political environment is taking a toll on you, if you're dealing with a broken marriage, uh, if you have health issues, or you've had the loss of a loved one. But you need to remember, number one, you're not alone. Number two, we serve a sovereign God. Three, you know, we have hope. And four, we have a God on our side who made the ultimate sacrifice of sending his son to the earth in human form to die on a cross and be raised three days later so that we can have eternal life. This week, I want to challenge you to hang on 
to Romans 8, 28. Because I'm just telling you in the middle of everything in life right now, um, we all need something to hang on, and we need to claim a verse. And I think Romans 8, 28 is it. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the day that we will have, dear God. We know that, that uh, you know, sometimes it seems like uh, that work can be chaotic and the world can be chaotic and, and things are just kind of collapsing in on around us, dear God. And, and I don't know if there's somebody on this call, dear God, that's going through some issues and, and it's having faith right now and, you know, and standing up and, and letting the rubber meet the road, dear God, may be tough right now. But I just pray that you would be with them. I pray that you would be with me, and, and dear God, um, that you would help me to, to just lean on you and not to fall into the trap and not to you know run away from things, dear God, to hit it head on knowing that you, you're in control and you've got it all. Uh, I just pray that everyone on this call would be kept safe this next week and, and uh, that you would bring them back all safely next week. And these things I ask in your name. Amen.